What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, an extension of the YouTube channel Dead Meat. I'm James. I'm Chelsea, and we're boyfriend and girlfriend, and we like to get scared together. Yep, and today we got an extra special bonus episode for you. Yeah, so if you don't normally listen to the podcast, hi, if you're here for uh james's halloween review sure hello yeah. i'm chelsea <laughs> it's nice to meet you yeah podcast comes out every tuesday regular episodes every other episode is a movie review and in between we got lots of fun stuff research stuff interviews but when a movie comes out that we have the that time to see miss, yeah. that we cannot miss we could not miss halloween no. <laughs> of course not uh we do an extra special bonus episode this one will not be uh edited yeah, I'm not editing this because no. I have an actual, I have an episode or scheduled episode to edit. This one, I know you want, like everyone wants this up ASAP. So yeah, it's, you're probably seeing this like 12 hours after we record it because it's Thursday night. We just got back from the theater. Yeah, we literally just got home. Yep, um, and we're ready to fucking roll and yeah. tell you our thoughts. So what that means is it's there's not going to be movie clips because this isn't this is still in theaters. How would it happen? It wouldn't happen, guys. There's going to be a lot more ums and uhs, probably some awkward pauses while we try to read our notes that we took in the movie theater. I have some notes that are going diagonally up and down the page because oh, yeah. I couldn't see. So us trying legible. to remember plot points, you know. Yeah, it won't be edited, but it will be sincere. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be uh, instantaneous. It'll be urgent. Which is how you all like it. You all want everything you now, 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 now. I haven't now. even taken my socks off from. <laughs> I gotta take my socks off. Are you doing that right now? You're taking yeah. your socks off. All right. So yeah, you're, you're getting it. Maybe before you've even seen the movie. But uh, I can. I think I can say right now. Go see the movie. Yep, it's good. It's good. You liked it. This is our spoiler-free. Um, yeah. Reaction. Yeah. Let's start with that. A little spoiler-free react reaction. Yeah. Uh, so you can listen to this part and still see the movie without any spoilers. We'll let you know when we start the spoilers. Best Halloween sequel. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is. I, this isn't a perfect movie. No. You know, but That's, it's it's rare for a movie to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think that the first Halloween, the original, and this make such a good double feature. It feels if it's a sequel that you want to the first one. Uh, it just makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I think by now people on my channel know I'm not the biggest fan of the Halloween series. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly, uh, with a lot of them, I'm just bored while watching them. And that's the thing about this movie is that I was never bored during mm -hmm. this one. There's never that, like, I don't know, malaise that settles in. All the characters were really good. The The humor, I think, is really it's good. It's really funny. There's yeah. some really funny scenes in here. Also, and I just some genuinely... Uh, some gore I looked away. Uh, yeah? Yeah. It's good kills. Mm -hmm. In fact, I saw some people complaining online that the kills were too much and that he was too much like Jason. I don't think he got no. into Jason territory. Because Jason's Jason like... Jason puts on a show a little bit. <laughs> yeah. For, he puts on a show for himself and for, for mommy, I guess, but... Yeah, no, Jason this... is like a kill. He like comes up with as many fun and unique ways to kill someone. As but but Michael is just no. Brutal. Michael's. I think Michael's supposed to always feel like the kid that kills animals around the neighborhood. You yeah, know? and that's and what, that's what it, did. That's which... fair. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what this feels like. Where yeah, it's it's brutal, but I don't think it's it's nothing that doesn't make sense. 
I don't think. I would I would even compare maybe the brutality of this movie to those Rob Zombie movies cuz those are brutal. Like yeah. that is the scariest Michael for sure in the Rob Zombie movies. But this one You said he was very nice, right? He's, oh, Tyler Maine is a he's a James, dear human man, being. Man, I'm so jealous. James met all the Michaels. I met all the Michaels. All of them straight up I every single one of them. 11 Michael Myers signatures so on this jealous. mask. I couldn't go. And right up here, right up here, we got Nick Castle who didn't mm-hmm. even have to put which Michael he is. Everyone else put like what Michael they were. Oh, yeah. Nick Castle just put his name right below him. Uh, James Jude Courtney, who is it? The... Who is in this one? Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, yeah, who so... drew the little smiley face down there? A uh, little smiley face. That was uh, Dag Finch. Uh, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his last name, but little boy Michael from Rob Zombies. Oh, it, it says little he's Mikey. Great. He's great. Angry in that. face. Yeah, he's a he's a self proclaimed rapper now. Love it. He spit a few bars at the panel I saw. Really? <laughs> he's a fun guy. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So. Man, that's awesome. So jealous. I know. Uh, so, but yeah, this, this Michael was, I would, I would say as scary, maybe not as scary. Cause like that Rob Zombie, Michael is terrifying, Yeah, but like he's brutal Yeah, and he is scary. I mean, he's as scary as it's, it, it hit the same tones as the original in terms of the style of scary, I think, uh, you know, updated. Yes. But, but the kills are way more brutal because oh, the original God, there's hardly yeah. any there's, blood. There's barely any gore. It is kind of amazing how that and stuff like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you remember them being so much more violent than they are. Yeah. But this movie is as nope, violent. You're gonna, you, this one, you're going to see everything. So Yeah. A but, lot of kills. Uh, uh, yeah. Over a dozen kills in here. Um, anything else to say about that? I mean, the cast is great. The cast, everyone in it's really good. Jamie Lee, back in action. Jamie Lee is really good. Kicking ass, yeah. dude. Yeah. She really, like, she, I think something like this, it could be really easy for an actor like her who's super established. Like, she doesn't have to give 110% for something like this, you know? Mm-hmm. But she did. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's basically all we can say without getting into the spoiler territory. But I would uh, I would say go see this to see what a good Halloween can look like mm-hmm. uh, and to get in on the party, dude, because it looks like this is going to make so much money. A big movie. Uh, I follow some box office subreddits, the box office subreddit. They're big, no, big old nerds about it, but some of them are projecting a hundred million in opening weekend, which is a very good amount of money. That'll be, that'll make That's more like than it numbers. Yeah. I think that'll make more than some of the other sequels did in their entire theatrical run. Wow. Like in, in its opening weekend. Now, granted money, you know, tickets cost more now, whatever. Let's get into this. Yep. Okay. Okay. This is spoilers now. Yes. This is the spoilers. We're going to, we're going to ruin the entire movie. And there are some things in here that you don't, you don't maybe want don't to spoil. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so stop it right now. Go see the movie. Come back and join us when you're you're all good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great, Lucy. You didn't come with us, so you get, you better get out of here. Yeah. Get back to your room. <laughs> okay. So here's uh, a spoiler up about third movie, not canon. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> none of the movies are that's canon. what i wanted a yeah. secret that would be that was my if i was making a halloween sequel my <laughs> my sequel would be an entire uh revisit of the original where you realize that michael was wearing a silver shamrock mask and that's what made him go crazy <laughs> by the way this silver shamrock shirt is uh, misspelled Navility. it says it's navilities. silver shamrock navilities <laughs> 
<laughs> yep, there's an extra I in that word. So it's that's why I don't shirt. wear that shirt again. I love it. I would have worn that to the uh, the Halloween convention had it not been for that typo. Mm-hmm. I just felt it's, <laughs> it made me feel dumb. <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you saw if you saw the trailer for this, like the one we did a reaction to, you saw a lot, a lot of it, which sucks. Yeah. I hate trailers. I hate them. I hate watching trailers. But yeah, a lot of this opening scene is right there in the trailer because it's the scene with the British journalists <gasps> going <Okay>. to the sanitarium <laughs> to interview First Michael of Myers. All, the guy, uh, the the male journalist, Aaron, quote unquote journalist, mm-hmm. was in Game of Thrones. Yeah, he season was one. Sir Hugh of the Vale in season one, who gets murdered by Gregor Clegane at the Joust. One R- of the R.I.P. One of the first deaths in that show. He might be the first aside, on screen aside from the the cold open up beyond the yes, wall. Yes, yeah, I think he, he may literally be, the... be after John Aaron. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't see. No, you see his funeral. I would count it on the kill count. Sure. Game of Thrones kill count coming next month. Just kidding. Oh, my God. Just fucking kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that guy's there. He's got uh, Dana, I think, is the the lady with him. I can't tell if they're dating or not. I don't think. Uh, but they might be. Maybe. It's kind of like a bust uh, uh, tire Ty- bank situation bust tire banks you where tell. you're not sure. <laughs> like they're professional, but you don't really know what their relationship is. Mm-hmm. And they're going to Smith's Grove with their Tascam recorder uh, recording but like they don't have any mics plugged into it she's just it's just the which that was that was the first tip off to me because okay i'm thinking i don't know if they're journalists or not (laughs) and we laughed really hard at the zoom record or the task cam in the trailer yeah because you know who uses task cams us podcasters podcasters yeah (laughs) surprise surprise these characters are fucking podcasters yeah i loved that choice because yeah when they're trying to gain access to Lori's place he's like uh we're we're doing a podcast and then the data's like we're we're investigative investigative journalists and then yeah in the talk with Lori, he mentions how like they talked about a case on their podcast and they revisited after 20 years i love it i love serial it's like a making a murderer type thing i thought that was the perfect choice for this move like coming out now that's mm-hmm. exactly who these characters would be yeah they would have this interest in there's such a big true crime thing right now oh yeah and especially so is... like the not super professionalism of these two <laughs> yeah. that you would probably get with like someone trying to get in on the true crime because mm-hmm. yeah. they go up to michael in the courtyard and you saw the scene in the trailer and they take out the mask they have the mask and yeah. like so I will say the cold open doesn't do a lot for me. Okay. It doesn't do a lot for me. Uh, it. I mean, the, these characters are kind of jokes, and they're supposed to be. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, he's screaming, like, say something, say something, say something, smash cut to title card. I feel like we could have had a bigger end to that title card. I like, it was fine. You thought it was fine? It, it doesn't help that I saw it in the trailer. And like yeah, saw where it's all, it's everyone it. yelling. It's all yeah, the other. See, that's, I don't like that. That seems kind of like Funhouse to me. Just like It seemed a little, um, I I can't tell if the movie's trying to hint at the supernatural with yeah. Michael. So that was a little bit of it where Cause, it's like. Because like he fucking, holds up the masks and everyone starts like, Figaro, Figaro. Like yeah, everyone goes crazy. And it reminds, yeah, it, it was very like, uh, yeah, I yeah. don't know. So the cold open doesn't do that much for me, but. The opening credits are fucking. Dope. Oh, they're so cool. Yeah, because it's it's uh it's the it's in the same style as the first two. But uh, only the pumpkin starts like crushed. It's all rotted. Yeah, yeah I saw there was like, mold on. Yeah, there it was and mold. Stuff, so it 
and it then time but it lapses like, backwards, mm-hmm. which is really cool because it's like a, a it's a, like Planet Earth of a pumpkin. <laughs> also, that I was going to say it's like revitalizing the series <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and also uh, it's the same as the original, although I think more noticeable in much this more one, noticeable where it's, because it's michael holding the knife yeah the eye the, and the nose of the pumpkin the it, eye of the pumpkin is is michael's profile mm-hmm. and the nose connected to like the mouth is the knife, knife. with the handle and, and i pointed that out in the first halloween kill count and lots of people were like i don't see it they make it much more it. noticeable it even, in this it one. even in my notes i wrote like oh look out for michael and the pumpkin before they zoomed right in on it i'm like well i don't have to tell you to look for it because <laughs> yeah. it, it shows you <laughs> It's very cool. Yeah, but the the new theme is playing. It's just a little bit of an update on the old one. Yeah, still the same theme, but like with with an update. It's it's good. I will say, the music in this is great. All the new music is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked it. I it's, noticed it's, the sound design at points where I was like, "This is really good sound." Yeah, it's John Carpenter and is it his son and then a third composer, uh, all doing music. But John Carpenter definitely helped, so mm-hmm. that's fun. Uh, the credits I thought were interesting in that they had like actor as character name. That's oh, that's a new I thing. I was watching that pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even look at the fucking credits. I think it I, I think, just was really mesmerized by that pumpkin. I think what it said even was Jamie Lee Curtis is Laurie Strode. I love it. Uh Nick Castle and James Jude Courtney are the shape, and then everyone else as a character. I love it. Yeah, it was very cool. I, yeah, I like that. It was quick. Uh, we were in and out. Mm-hmm. And uh, then where are we at? Um, the podcasters. And this is one of my notes I have. Is this dude a podcaster? And then, <laughs> oh, my God, they are in all caps underneath that when I realized. They pull up to Lori's place, and Lori lives in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. Behind, like, a, a gates uh, yeah. that they have to. And, oh, I, I did note in the uh, credits. Jamie Lee Curtis, executive producer credit. Nice. Good job, girl. You earned that shit. Yeah. They offer her $3,000 through the intercom, and that gets the gate open, which Mm -hmm. I thought, like, at first I was like, that's kind of a cheap thing. Why would she open it for $3,000? Justified later, Mm -hmm. she gives that to uh, her Her granddaughter as, like, a graduation or just, like, a gift. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that that motivates it. Because I was like, why would she do that for $3,000? I also thought of, I think, John Carpenter... I just saw he recently did an interview where people were asking him about reboots or remakes of other things. And he was like, whatever, as long as there's money involved, I don't care. And that's I thought Carpenter. that that was the realest shit. And I, it, that's why when I thought it was Lori just taking the money, <laughs> I think I thought of that. And I was like, great, this doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, he did not want to do Halloween 2. Uh, he wrote that script with a six-pack of beer every night and just <laughs> did it for the money. He was like miserable doing it. Oh, man. But he just won the money. He's very open about that. Good, as we all should be. Like, sometimes you gotta get paid. Yeah, sometimes you gotta get paid, dude. Yeah, so they go and talk to Lori and uh, give us a little backstory of her. Apparently, she had two failed marriages, mm-hmm. estranged from her family, pretty much. Yeah, she lost custody of her daughter and mm-hmm. never... When, they, when her daughter was 12. Yep, mm-hmm. and she uh, never got custody back. Yeah. Yep. And she says, like, there's nothing to learn from me or from Michael. Go on and This, get. I thought, was an interesting conversation, especially since the two characters were true crime podcasters. Yeah. I think... It read a little bit to me as I don't even necessarily know if it was a criticism of this wave of of true crime, but there is something to the idea that there is a wrong way to to do true crime and to um, 
investigate stuff like this and to want to learn. Like, I, I think it makes perfect sense that if Michael Myers was a real person, this kind of shit would totally exist. Yeah. But are you talking about how, when she's like, Michael why Myers- would he why, like, Oh, he's a human. Like he killed so many people. Like, why are you, why are you trying? Yeah. To- why is he interesting? And then, uh, why are you framing me as like a basket, oh, basket crazy? Yeah. And I thought yeah. that was so interesting. Yeah, that good commentary. We, yeah. Um, that you, you just have to accept sometimes that some people are evil and, you know, yeah. <laughs> sometimes nope. it's not much more than that, as is the case with Michael. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I wish I had better. This is the problem with recording as soon as we see a movie. Is yeah, my dude. thoughts are so like I'm so scatterbrained. Yeah, but. so we're probably going to miss stuff. You know, we're just we're just getting this out there for you. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, right off the bat, the difference in perception between men and women where a man can be as fucking just a giant I was gonna say as flawed as Michael but Michael is just a giant flaw like <laughs> but they're they're trying to see oh the human side of him versus Lori who very much is a human and has had a ton of shit happen to her but because her life got all fucked up then she's labeled as yeah you know they're looking it, it's I thought that was interesting. Yeah. That was like a really loaded conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Like exploiting the victim and. Yeah. And, and, uh, wanting, they want her to meet with Michael. Uh, That's right. So he can talk. Everyone wants Michael to talk. Everyone wants. Yeah. They're all obsessed with it (laughs) because even at the beginning, the doctor's like, he can talk. He just chooses not to. That's right. We forgot to mention that doctor. Yes. The doctor's important. The doctor, it's the, they even, (laughs) doesn't Lori at one point say like, oh, you're the new Loomis. Yeah. I wrote down Numis. Numis. Let's call him that because I didn't catch his name and I looked at it on Wikipedia and I'm like, fuck, I don't know how to pronounce it. It starts with an S. It's like Sartrans. Sure. I like Newman. Spoiler alert, he's the worst part of this movie. Yeah. Sorry. No, the actor's fine, I guess, but. uh, No, dude, that actor's having the time of his life. He's (laughs) fine. It's just a really weird character. We'll get to that. We'll get to (laughs) Numis. So we meet Jamie Lee's daughter. Yeah, Judy Greer. Judy Greer. I was very worried at first because in the trailer i'm like man she's she's like the daughter i thought they were gonna jurassic world her i did too yeah that's exactly what i thought where was gonna happen where like she just five minutes of screen is time. in it to, mm-hmm. to establish that Lori has a daughter but we don't get much more of her no fuck no uh, judy greer rocking this fucking movie we're two members of the judy greer fan club i think she's such an overlooked actress comedic actress but like she's also just really good really in good, general yeah. Um, she's so fucking good in this. Like, <laughs> I I think it would be really easy for an actor to play that character as being really unsympathetic. Um, but even when there's moments where she like is straight up like brutally honest with her mom and it, it makes me cringe. Yeah. You don't like you you understand where it's coming from and she makes her really empathetic and I thought she did a really good job. There's some great family stuff in here yeah i thought that uh jamie lee curtis and her son's relationship in halloween h2o was one of the best parts of that movie and i think that in this movie probably the best part is uh the grandma mom daughter relationship going on there uh there's also judy greer's husband a character named ray played by as you learned Art. Oh, fucking Artie from Pete and Pete. Yep, there's a reference for you 90 kids You there. 90s, you <laughs> early 90s. It was, wasn't he like, 
the strongest man in the he's world. He's the strongest man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's great. I love him. I like the Super dad. Funny. Really funny. Yeah, that opening scene with them is immediately like, oh, cool. I this like these parents. Family. I get it. I like them. Yep. Uh, daughter, Allison, played by that newcomer. So Lori's granddaughter. Yes. Our new final girl of the generation. Sure. Sure. Uh, I forget the actress's name, but it's like introducing this actress. Mm, okay. But yeah, the character's name is Allison. So she leaves. She wants She wants Lori Strode, her grandma, Grandma Lori, grandmother. Grand, yeah, she always says grandmother. It's a little weird, but I guess you, it know, was you call weird. your grandparents whatever you call them. It was she calls weird. them grandmother. <laughs> like even when she's yelling in like the heat of the moment, it's like grandmother. Yeah, I she, wonder why. Whatever. Hey, uh, different families call it different things. Noni, whatever. She wants Grandma Lori there at her National Honor Society thing, but mm-hmm. you know Judy Greer doesn't want her there, so she leaves and walks to school with her friends. Uh, oh, Vicky, Vicky, and Vicky? Dave. Dave, okay. Dave is, and you know, this is Dave's one scene until later, later on at night. I like Dave. Dave smoking a joint, wearing a stupid Dave hat. Dave reminds me of people I know. <laughs> exactly, and he blows up a pumpkin with a, a little cherry bomb thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave's a stone. He's and like he's getting high, and he's like. Well, what's the bit like in the grand scheme of things? Oh one my, guy it's so funny because people. I had that thought at one point during the movie. <laughs> really? I literally had that thought like, yeah, but I mean, she lived and he, how many people did he, it was like a spree kill. And you know, it's like in, in the scheme of like mass murderers, he's not that like, it, <laughs> it's so funny that that kid just literally had the exact dialogue. I've thought about not like. Like the series as a whole, or like the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if if it had happened like forty years later, it's like in the grand. Like, would we remember? Yeah, you know, it's no nine (laughs) eleven. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So Dave establishes himself. The the friend Vicky or whatever. Yeah, she's just you know she's gonna die. She's fine. Yeah, I liked her. I liked all the. I I genuinely liked all of the teens in this movie. They felt real. Yeah, and I thought it was nice to have a movie or have a horror movie, especially where there's teen characters that aren't like sexy teens. Sure, they're not like like ICW teens. I mm-hmm. said earlier, yeah, where, yeah, like you feel uncomfortable about it, <laughs> <laughs> like you shouldn't be watching it. <laughs> but there's no like scantily clad girl being chased by. Yeah, there's no nudity except for archival footage of, of Michael original. killing his sister in the beginning of the original, mm-hmm. which as a kid, I never even considered that nudity because like it's done through the silhouetted eyes mm-hmm. and like it's I don't know. I never counted that as like a nude scene as a kid, but uh, yeah, she goes to school. That is Allison does. Allison, and yeah. she meets up with her boyfriend who her dad had mentioned. Shit. He's skeptical of. I didn't catch his name either. Cameron. Cameron. Cameron's the boyfriend. Okay. And yeah, he seems like a he bit of a wild whatever. child. Yeah. He's got a funny friend. Oscar, is it? The dude who <laughs> He looks like uh uh Josh uh Josh Gad? No, not Josh Gad. A little bit. He looks like the fucking kid bit. from Idle Hands. Oh, uh, what? Penub? And Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Basher Bro. They look so similar. And the uh, Daredevil. Foggy, mm-hmm. whatever. That kid. Yeah, he looks. He's in that vein. 
He's in that family of characters. Yeah. <laughs> they look related. I feel like he could be his younger brother or something. Yeah, I liked him complaining about him leaving his chapped lip flakes on his cheek when he Yeah, gross. Yeah, they're just fucking with each other. I just, I don't know what parts of, I, I'm so curious what parts of the script, uh, what's his face, was involved with Danny David, McBride. Danny McBride, yeah. But I just have such a feeling it was all the dialogue like this, where it was just all the funny parts. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like he punched it up and made it funny. Probably. You know? Yeah. I mean, which, who knows? But and the, the funny parts are really funny. Yeah, they're funny and they're not like... They're not like forced. forced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they feel real. It felt like real dumb jokes that teenagers would make. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. We get an homage to the original when Allison's in class. She's sitting in the same seat that Laurie Strode this. sat in. And I she loved looks... all this bullshit. It was so fun. See, here's the thing. So you you watched the Halloween series with me when I first watched it for the kill count. That was like over two months that ago. That was a while ago. I've spent those interim two months every day of my life with this motherfucker. Yeah. I've spent eight hours a day at least every day since then with Michael Myers and all these fucking sequels. I've seen the original scenes from that original movie paid tribute to and mimicked. And in so many of those sequels, they have all these shots. How many times? Like six times? Six times? <laughs> uh, definitely the- Yeah, the, do all the sequels do this kind of shit? The, the sitting in the class, looking out the window, seeing him. It's an H2O. Uh, mm. Michelle Williams does it. Uh, the girl is sitting in Michael? class is in resurrection. It's always yeah. Michael. She sees Michael. Uh, the girl sitting in class and just like getting lectured at is in resurrection. Uh, obviously the Rob Zombie remake. Laurie Strode looks out the window. I've seen it so many times. But the good thing about this one is that Allison looks out the window and you're like, who's she gonna see? It's fucking Laurie. I yeah, I liked it. <laughs> it's Laurie it standing there like Michael. Yeah, which is fantastic. It got a good laugh out of me. Mm-hmm. And so that's when Laurie gives her that money. And uh, I was like, fuck college, just go to Mexico, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote, I want Jamie Lee Curtis as a grandma. Oh my gosh, she's incredible. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. But there is like, you know, so obviously they get along, Jamie Lee Curtis and yeah, her granddaughter. Yeah, it seems like they're really close and they're well, close. I don't know about really close. They, it seems like they want to be, but her granddaughter is like, get over it. Right, that's what I mean. Is oh. they're, they're close enough for her granddaughter to be like, you need to get over this and, yeah. and live your life. So that we can have a relationship. <laughs> yeah, true. Because Lori is super paranoid, like extremely paranoid to the point where, yeah, it gets in the way of all of her relationships. And yeah, I think that's such an interesting thing to do with a character like Lori, especially now. Like, it just felt very reminiscent of people invalidating women's experiences and telling them that they don't have reasons to be afraid or that they're overthinking stuff or that they're being paranoid where she's like no i have like a reason to be afraid yeah um so i thought that that was like very purposely done at least it felt like yes uh i mean you get some of that in the scene with the reporter too in the beginning because he's like the boogeyman's not oh the boogeyman's yeah Yeah. where everyone and like she says like you paint me as a basket case and everyone acts like she's this hysterical woman but then she is like no i have a legit reason and everyone eventually realizes like oh yeah no she has you know when it happens to them they (laughs) realize oh okay no this movie is one big validation for laurie strode and the way she yeah because even in this conversation with her granddaughter granddaughter she tells her like i prepared your mom for the horrors of this world yeah and she did as we'll see later 
Uh, yeah, I have thoughts about that too. There's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The podcasters are listening to a tape Sorry, of Doctor. Cracked my neck. That's gross. <laughs> Go ahead. The podcasters are listening to a tape of Doctor Loomis. Oh yeah. I missed in the credits who played him. Oh, if it was hit, if it was like archival recording, it, or... w- it wasn't Donald Pleasance. because they did this in H two O. They had Tom Kane, a voice actor, oh, okay. do his voice in the opening credits. But uh, yeah, I'm... I still got excited. To yeah, hear. it's still exciting Dr. to hear Loomis, Loomis talking about like my suggestion is to terminate him, God. make sure he's dead and incinerate him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, fuck mm-hmm. yeah, dude. And uh, yep. what is this? Oh, Lori does target practice with her mannequins. Lori's yeah. just like just shooting the shit out of things. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, she has like a whole shooting range in the backyard. Yeah, and so she does that, and then she goes and sits in her car and drinks a little baby bottle of booze as she watches the van. Yes. with Michael. Le- He's getting transferred to another facility. Classic setup. Well, yep. This happened in four. <laughs> This, like, I think I missed, because, again, this is the downside of taking notes during yeah. a movie. It's like, I'll just miss stuff. So I think I missed that the reason she was getting all worked up, especially right now, is because she knew they were doing a prison transfer of mm-hmm. Michael. Yeah, like, why are we transferring him anywhere? Yeah, they're like, we're done with him here at Smith's Grove. That's we can't study right. him anymore. We're going to go put him in, like, a a, a more, sig- like, just a hellhole, they called it. The, like a Hannibal Lecter prison. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because there's no reason like to try to Not the one they him. bribe him with where it's on like an island or whatever. <laughs> That's that- what they bribe him with in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, really? They're like, if you talk, if you help us, <laughs> we'll put you somewhere nice with like an ocean view or whatever the fuck. Yeah, not that. Not that like cave. When Michael's getting on the bus, Numis is like, he's he's my charge until he's a new doctor. I'll go with him. And yeah. now that makes sense, knowing oh. what we know, what happens later. So he was probably... Yeah, I what think... Is, what a... It's uh, a weird twist. It's a weird twist. Yeah. We can wait for it. Okay. But but Lori watches the bus leave the, the prison mm-hmm. and is like, cool. I, I She sees him on the bus. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of her family is having a dinner where Judy Greer and... Uh, Papa Ray are meeting Cameron, the, the boyfriend. the daughter's boyfriend. Yeah. And here, this is a real fun one that I, I didn't make this connection on my own. I saw it on Reddit. Uh, <laughs> the dad is talking about Cameron's dad, whose name is Lonnie. And he's like, you're, he earlier during the breakfast scene, they were talking about like, his dad was a yeah, real piece of shit. Yeah. His yeah. family is, yeah. Yeah. So. Like, I don't trust them. Turns out, dude lonnie and this isn't like spelled out in the movie it's just for us fans lonnie the the father of uh allison's boyfriend cameron was the bully in the original halloween Mm -hmm. who was played by whose son uh i think tommy lee wallace the guy who like did the third halloween and the it miniseries i think Mm -hmm. it was either his son or it was someone's son like one of the producer or crew member's son playing the bully who like knocks the pumpkin out of Tommy Doyle's hand and then runs into Michael and there's that music cue. Mm -hmm. And then most importantly to me later on, they're (laughs) fucking around at the Myers house and the boys are like, Lonnie, I dare you to go up there. And Lonnie goes up on the porch and Loomis is standing behind some bushes and is like, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. Oh, I love Dr. Loomis. (laughs) Yeah, I just remember watching that and like that is the craziest line delivery of all time. It's, it's so, so funny. weird. But, but I love that Lonnie is is I, like canon. Yeah. <laughs> he grew up, had a kid, mm-hmm. and that kid is now dating 
uh lower that would make sense age wise yeah yeah yep <laughs> um so we so Lori uh Lori shows up to dinner like unexpectedly yeah like in the restaurant yeah to this restaurant and this is a great scene oh god this it's scene was so, so good it made me painful. like want to cry it yeah. was so fucking like she shows up having just seen michael yeah getting transferred and she immediately and it's funny at first she like goes in immediately they're like oh we'll have a seat she's like no i'm good she's like standing up and she just grabs the mom's glass of wine and starts drinking it and it's funny but then but then it's judy like- greer is like mom i like you said you stopped drinking and it it gets so serious so quick. Yeah, and she it, sits down and starts crying. She's like crying and she's like just basically reliving all of this trauma at this dinner table. And Judy Greer's like, this is why we don't invite you out because you haven't gotten over this. And this is like, we're having like a nice family thing. And it's like, fuck, it sucks, man. It's it's some real family it, shit, you know? Oh I feel like I've been there. I know. <laughs> I felt it in my gut. Like it hurt. Like yeah. I, yeah, that scene, if you've, if you've had family shit ever, this <laughs> scene like hurt. Yeah. And I love that. Like, yeah, at first it, it seems like it's going to be played for laps. And then it's like, no, this is like no, this like this, really awkward, oh, man, painful family sad. scene. Uh, fuck, was I going to? Uh, she ends Lori ends up going outside and it almost looks like she's gonna step into traffic for a minute she's like out there before Allison comes over and like talks to her Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's when the that's when Judy Greer to her daughter is like look like my my childhood with her and it it kind of flashes back to her as a kid was basically just like survivalist shit like she learned how to shoot a gun at a super young age and she basically just lived a life of total paranoia and she's like and me growing up and being a mom to you is me having to unpack all of that and try to be a normal person like try and live my life and not be super fucking paranoid all the time um yeah that's real shit for anyone who commented on the your next kill count being like how did aaron become this way it'd basically be being raised in like by jamie lee curtis yeah pretty much (laughs) Yeah, it's uh yeah, I love the dinner scene so much. It's such good character stuff. You really feel like that awkward tension and like the dad is there too in on it as, as like Lori, like, please, yeah. we're trying to and the boyfriend doesn't know what the to do. The boyfriend just sitting there <laughs> silently. Just yeah. oh fuck. It's uh it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh and it's just like the whole like her being raised to be like that again. And I just kept thinking of going back to like how this movie kind of views Lori like a hyper paranoid woman. It just kind of reminds me of the ways that like, like when you're a a daughter to a a mom, you're literally, you're raised with that kind of paranoia about the world. Like when you're a a girl, you're told like, don't go places alone. Don't do this. So you're raised to be like paranoid. And that's what that kind of reminded me of a little bit. Yeah. You know, Sub like subtextually, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, especially when later she's like, "No, mom, the world's like good and full of love, and you need she to go get therapy." That. And yeah, she yeah, I forget. It's like the the world is full of love and kindness, and like you're like yeah, you're paranoid. You need help. Mm-hmm. But again, this movie is very validating for Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. So what does that it say? is, but it also is, I think, important, and we can talk about this more when we get to the ending that the character so you have Lori who raises her daughter to be super paranoid but then you have her daughter who raises the granddaughter like the opposite of that and but yet they all are able to save 
themselves. So what does that say about, you know, necessarily living as like a woman of the Strode family having to live a life of total paranoia? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because Allison didn't come up that way, but she... She she instinctually she's able to defend herself because she's smart and she she was able to have a life. Still, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them Strodes just breed well. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> strong Strode women. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I just love the three generations in this. I movie. loved it's it so much. good. I and loved yeah, that none it. of them got sidelined. This is a movie too where um, I always think it's fascinating when so. I feel like the the Bechdel test has like almost become a meme in like in film yeah. criticism because I think it kind of gets misconstrued as um and even the creator of the Bechdel test did not intend it to be a pass or fail test for if a movie is quote unquote feminist or not. That's not what it is. Yeah. It's more of like, like a thought experiment. Yeah, it's not like, oh, the movie didn't pass it, so it's so sucks. it's so it's not no, feminist. Yeah, and it's, or not... like this is a movie I do not think passes the Bechdel test. Oh, because they're always talking they're always, about they're, Michael. I mean any conversation <laughs> they have ultimately is about Michael Myers. Sure, How yeah. can it not be? Yeah. But I would say this is like a super, like I felt like really empowered watching this. And <laughs> so I think it's a really good example of like, no, no, no. Like the Bechdel test is, a, it's a great thought experiment. It's just a thought experiment. But yeah. you know, there's plenty of movies that don't pass it. And and it's uh, it also makes for a great uh, name to use for a podcast. Yeah. The Bechdel cast. Jamie. Jamie, our ja- friend our Jamie friend Loftus. Jamie Loftus. That's a free advertisement for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie's the best. Yeah, Jamie's great. Jamie got banned from Twitter for... She's back now. She is back now, but she got banned because she was trolling Mensa, which I think is the best way to get banned. Trolling Mensa? <laughs> yeah, she got she straight up got banned. <laughs> oh, man. The best. Don't get those geniuses against you, man. <laughs> yeah. They'll come at you with their board games. <laughs> so now we have this scene where it's a son and his father driving to go hunting <gasps> but he's pissed because he missed his dance class which i love <laughs> yeah this is an interesting little scene the son is like dad i like his voice is it's like that mid puberty voice uh-huh. where he's like, he's like i have like, dance class it's my thing yeah I'm like I, it's like dance is like this thing that i'm doing right like i love spending time with you we can go hunting on the weekends but like dance is what i'm into right now i loved that this yeah. movie's like quietly <laughs> really subversive and i really appreciate it they come across the uh crashed van from the the prison van, the the school bus, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's a, a it's bus. a bus. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's an homage to the original when they like came across and all the patients were out there wandering. Yeah. We pointed this out. In the There's a lot, reaction. like yeah. just little nods. A lot of yeah, as much as you know, fan service can be really annoying. I, this had like this was a fine amount of it where I was like excited every time something like that came up. And I'm usually very vocally against. You're, yeah, you're usually like, critical of it. oh, I know this. Yeah, because they did it in ways where I thought it was clever. The so I mean, long story short, this dad gets out of the car to go to, uh, like to investigate, see, and he's he, like, he's never seen from again. No, we see him when. Uh, we see him later when the cop shows up. Is he outside the van? He is, is and his body? neck is oh, like okay. I thought that was another patient. Uh-uh. Okay, cool. Dad, I think. Good looking out. Eyelash in my eye. That's what happens when we don't edit the podcast. <laughs> Keep talking. So the kid eventually, he calls the cops and then he gets out and he's got his, his rifle and mm-hmm. he finds an injured cop. He's like pointing the gun at him. I was like, kid, don't point the gun at the, the cop on the ground. I mean, he's scared. Sure. Yeah. But the kid goes on to the bus and Numis pops out and is like, don't shoot. And the kid shoots him. The kid him. shoots him. And the kid's like, oh, fuck, and runs out of there. 
And I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean. But the Numis wasn't injured. He was on that bus. Yeah, fine. hiding. But yeah, yeah, so what's up? So I guess the running theory now Man. is that Numis made, like, freed Michael, which helps the twist later. Yeah, but it's still But the twist dumb. later sucks. It's the worst part of the movie. It takes me out of it. It did. But we'll, with, we'll save it. Like, we're going to... We'll... But with the knowledge of that, it makes sense that, like, Numis uh, got on that bus. I have to be with Michael. And yeah. then it's like, how'd this bus crash? Oh, it was Numis. And then that's why he was fine afterwards, setting Michael out. Uh, so the kid runs back into the car. And I love this. The kid starts the car. The kid's about to get out of there. That kid don't got no license, but you know what? He's going to try anyway. Michael pops out of the back seat and grabs the kid. And just snaps that kid's he neck, dude. He kills this kid. Oh my How old is this kid? 14, maybe? Yeah, younger than that, I think. Yeah, he's between 12 and 14, probably. We see them straight up kill a kid. He kills a and kid. And you know what? I always respect <laughs> when a movie's got the balls to do it, to just kill a kid. So it's not the first Halloween where a kid dies. Halloween yeah. 3. Yeah, that kid's head turns to mush. That's really like that's graphic too. Yeah, and I guess in Rob Zombies, he beats the bully to death, little spy kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. So third kid of the franchise, straight up murdered by Michael. So I guess points to this movie. Like they did it. They killed the kid. We were shocked. Yeah. (laughs) He fucking killed the kid, man. Uh, but yeah, this Michael can still drive because he could drive in the uh, original. You know so. what? Good. I I'm well, because he has to. He drives in the original. This if is we're a making sequel a sequel original, to the original, so he has to, he be, has able to, to be able to I drive, which is he... a dumb thing. I think is stupid about the original. Yeah. Which, I you know what? That's a thing where if if Halloween the original came out now, that would be a thing where people on the internet would be like, plot hole. How do you learn to drive? <laughs> You know, like, how do you learn to drive in jail or wherever the fuck? Was he in the uh, uh, insane asylum? Where was he? Sanitarium. The yeah. sanitarium. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How do you learn to drive in there? Plot hole, one out of five stars. And then it would be like people would end up thinking Halloween was overrated and it wouldn't be a classic. Sure. I still hate that he can drive. It I also is dumb, I also hate the explanation that people have offered. They're what? like they're uh the, so the the most frequent comment I got when I complained about it in the kill oh, not really complained, just joked about how dumb it is. Yeah, uh, it was that like no, he learned it from watching Loomis, and so you can't learn to drive a I car learned from, it from watching. watching you. Like yeah, you, you don't can't fucking no 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 you no, don't no. look and see oh they're applying this much gas like no fuck you it's a dumb God, explanation I don't even want to say <laughs> how like old I was when I realized you don't drive with both your feet like <laughs> right yeah <laughs> uh but I yeah. remember learning how to drive and like practicing with my dad in the in a parking lot and me being like well can't I just use both my feet? Cause it's easier than him being like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm right now not letting you do that. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening. That'd be a hard habit to break. Oh yeah. But yeah, since this is a sequel to the original, he can still drive. That's fine. Drive. Keep that continuity. Uh, where are we at here? Oh man. Where are we at? Holy. Fuck, oh, well the goodness. cops come there. They find every, Oh, and they find Numis. Who's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. He's, he's like, shot. I was shot. And they take him to the hospital where he's like, you know, he's in a coma or whatever. He's he's in a hospital. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, the reporters go to Judith Myers' grave. We yeah. get a funny thing where the, the caretaker of the cemetery is talking about how other cemeteries have people like Muddy Waters and, and Bernie Mac. Mac. And all they have in Haddonfield is Judith Myers. 
And uh, you had thoughts about the podcaster sitting down by the gravestone oh and recording something. The fucking <laughs> podcast. Like, this movie did such a funny job of, of writing true crime podcasters. Because if you listen to true crime stuff, which I do, I, I, I'm super into true crime. Um, something I hate about true crime is when they do stuff like this, where it's very, like... They're they're playing it very serious. They sit down by her grave, and the the guy ho- podcast host is like, "We're at Judith Myers Judith Myers's grave," and he like very clinically but dramatically describes the manner in which she was murdered. And that's when we get the archival footage from the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's Sandy like Johnson getting a credit. For yeah. It. <laughs> so just imagine like that scene from the movie, and this this British dude being like, and then he slashed her right across the clavicle, and like just very, but like like really milking it yeah and the 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 caretaker who's giving them a tour is is visibly <laughs> off put by this dude and is really disgusted by this description and that i thought was such like a good a little knock on you know when because sometimes yeah you get the true crime podcast who who milk it like that and it may it that's when it makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. is it's like that's not what i like to that's not the part of it that i like to you know yeah <laughs> linger on or that i find uh not entertaining but i don't know yeah it just always leaves a bad taste in my mouth yeah when it's like i don't know like like milking milking the the gory details and like no 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 so the podcasters go to a gas station and we get oh and the shape is watching them in the graveyard he is that's right which then also it is like hospital clothes. Yeah, and that's also why the clothes. the footage from the original movie didn't bug me as much because you have the footage from the original where he's watching them and then there are a few shots from his POV where we're looking at the the podcasters in the graveyard. That's true. It's like okay. So cool. he follows them to a gas station where we get, I loved this whole sequence. There's so, a good gas station. God, sequence. there's so many really good sequences in this. There are, like, yeah. Um he drives up yeah, you see him drive the Jeep and then he's like walking around uh the lady dana podcaster has to use the restroom so she goes in there it's a real gross one uh meanwhile you see michael like in the far background yeah. killing a mechanic well you see him walk by at first too and i wasn't even sure if it was him i leaned over and was like dude did michael just walk by you were <laughs> like yeah 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 so you kind of see him in the background so he shows up and then yeah in the in the background another shot you see him killing a mechanic like very far distant it's so good mm-hmm. and then uh yeah, so he comes into the bathroom while the Dana is in the stall. Yeah, she's in the third one. She's like the farthest away from the door. Where yeah, it's a in. good sequence. It reminded me of there's a similar bathroom sequence in H2O with a mom and her daughter and Michael comes in. Mm. and like. Uh, so again, it's just that's the problem with having an 11th Halloween movie is it's like I've seen all of this. Is that the weird like train station scene or like bus station? Am I thinking of a totally different <laughs> horror movie? No, you're no, you're thinking of the bus depot and the sixth one, Curse of Michael Myers. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I know, of. I know, <laughs> I know, I know what scene you're thinking of mm-hmm. from this fucking series. <laughs> but yeah, I I commented on the H2O bathroom scene being very good and suspenseful. So is this one. It is, yeah, it's... yeah, it's very good. Uh, the, the male po- podcaster, Aaron, finds th- both bodies, the mechanic who Michael killed and took the clothes from, and another guy whose jaw was, Ooh, like, ripped so off. There's a guy sitting at the I don't want, front desk is the wrong word. Gas stations do not have a front desk, but he's, like, the guy who, <laughs> the if you want to buy cigarettes from, <laughs> yeah, that he's, guy. like, behind the glass thing. And, yeah, he's, like, his jaw is 
it's like unhinged and it's so gross. I wasn't expecting it to be that gross. Yeah, and so Michael has his teeth, and that's one. In the trailer, you see him like drop it. So he drops that dude's teeth over the bathroom stall, Mm -hmm. and she starts screaming and crawling away, and he he kills them both. Yeah, like he, yeah, yeah. You know, he bashes the 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 dude's head against the wall a bunch, Mm -hmm. and then he like grabs her by the throat and like just breaks her neck pretty much. Yeah, yeah, he chokes her. Yeah. I will say uh, when they're in the parking lot and there's the kind of funny moment of the Aaron, like he sees the church van and he like gives him the peace signal and she's confused. Side of that van is resurrection church van. I think maybe the movie's only nod to Halloween resurrection. The movie Holy shit. all of them want to forget. Cause I, you know, I heard that there was a nod to each one in this. Really? Yeah. And I don't know if that's true. That might just be Do something. Do we that have said. like a tally? I know that there were nods to two. Uh, this whole Wait, gas station two? thing is, uh, yeah, uh, two when he goes and gets the hammer, and the, oh. the lady's like making a sandwich. It's oh, just, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Three has the masks. Yeah. Uh, four is this gas station yes, scene. Yes, yeah, because it gas looks station. really similar. Yeah, it's got the ice box. Like I it's, think the ice box is like this is and the red and white. It's isn't it like it's the same colors and everything? Yeah. Uh, I I didn't see five. I think someone said something about. Uh, characters mentioned like a mark imprinted on Michael at some point, so that could be oh, Curse of the Thorn. Uh, I feel like H two O references are uh, plenty. I thought she was gonna say, "I'll see you in hell." Oh, that would have been resurrection. Oh, that's right. That's the beginning. the beginning of resurrection. Te- it's <sighs> technically the end of H two O. No. I also thought of <laughs> it's a continuation of H2O. Thank you. Yeah, and we were talking about how Look, it feels like a different movie. What, the beginning yes, to the rest of it? It's yeah. the end of H2O. <laughs> it's not the beginning of the Buster Rhymes movie. <laughs> it is very disconnected. And I was so I think I was just so tired that when she fell off, like she falls off a roof later, and I was uh-huh. like, that's a reference to that part <laughs> where yeah. she falls off a roof as well. But no, that that's the thing is she falls off a roof at the end of this, and like, yeah, it's a it's obviously a reference to the original when Michael does it, right? But she but does it in Resurrection, it. and uh, Kara, the final girl in Part Six, also does it. Oh in God! Said, not Resurrection and Curse. Yeah. These movies fucking jerk each other off so much. I'm sorry. That's what they do. Yeah. They just love to circle jerk. Yeah. At least this one had a happy ending. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To keep the metaphor. Um. So Michael, Michael finds the mask in the trunk. I don't know how. Again, Supernat is he like magic? Does he know where the mask is? He pulled up when they were fucking with it in the trunk. Okay, fair. Like he knew it was in there. Mm Okay. So he gets it out of the trunk, and the now he's Michael Myers. Then. So then we cut to Lori, and she's doing, I don't know, stuff, Lori stuff. And she hears, she has a TV on the background, she and she hears that there's a prison break, and she's like, fuck. Yep. <laughs> Welp, <laughs> I knew it. Um. Yeah, and this is when she, uh, like, Judy Greer comes home oh and my is walking God. around and is like, so she's like, someone's in the house. Yeah, and like Lori Strode in- pops out from the upstairs and is like, bang, you're dead. Bam, you're dead. And it reminded both of us so much of Brock Sampson and Venture Brothers being like doing like <laughs> like <Drills>. running <laughs> running drills with Rusty and the boys like, oh, you just drank that glass of water? Boom, you're dead. Poison. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's just Brock to, 
she to her daughters rusty and yeah like everyone else is just the venture family yeah but right now they they think she's just crazy right yes. yeah judy greer and her husband are like get out of here she's pointing a gun at the husband which is like, yeah, like dude okay get yeah. the fuck out of here she doesn't have great uh, yeah and this is when judy greer is like the the world is full of love and understanding yeah uh and that's when they then it cuts to like the sheriff the new sheriff frank hawkins Sheriff, uh, Hawkins. Sheriff Hawkins, yeah, he it like goes from the world is full of love and understanding, few other lines, and then cuts to him at the gas station, like finding the crime scene. Yeah, yeah, where Lori's there and like he sees her there. I think he knows who she is. He does because later yeah. on they run into each other and are very casual. And it's it's what we find out that he was the officer that he what? was was it again first he... on the scene or he he, he captured st- michael that he night. stopped dr loomis from killing something for killing him did they say that something like that i thought i heard that he oh you know what he it might... was something about like he prevented michael from being killed that night i oh. forget what the details were oh okay so yeah, that's the one thing is that the original movie ends with Michael disappearing. That's why I. That's why I was confused. Mm-hmm. So I guess what this movie is saying is right after he disappeared, they, they got caught him. him. They got him. Okay, yeah. I that's thought I thought I had missed something. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, no, he just disappears in that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, apparently he was arrested. Not officer, officer Hawkins, Sheriff Hawkins. Yeah, Deputy Hawkins. I think maybe arrested. He got him. We just went through three different like titles for him. What is he, a sheriff or deputy? No, he was a deputy in 78 when it happened. He's the sheriff. Now he's sheriff. Okay. Now he's top dog. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So now it's Halloween. Yep. It's Halloween night, and they kick it off in the best fucking way, okay? I forget when this single shot begins. Oh, but there man. Is this, such a, and it may begin. Mm, it when might the begin kid with those kids running, running into, into Michael and getting the music cue. This is what cue. I hate Brown. about having to take notes because I, I miss stuff. I know. I mean, it's helpful to have notes because I oh, would not be remember. We, this podcast episode would be the worst. But but th- th- this was maybe it's my real, favorite it's part, uh, save for like the end sequence in the house. But like, there's a one take where the camera doesn't cut, it just follows this whole thing. Michael goes into a garage and grabs a hammer from a workbench, okay? And then, this is the homage to Halloween 2, the original one, uh, he goes into a house where a lady's making a sandwich, and it looks just like yeah, the house I, I wrote that down. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, as is tradition. I wrote, as is tradition, he kills a lady making food. <laughs> yeah, because in, in Halloween 2, that's when she's like, do you want mustard or mayonnaise on your sandwich? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, those people in Halloween 2 survived. He didn't kill them. But in oh, this okay. one, he Ooh, takes that yeah. hammer, and he walks in. And he murders her off screen. Mm-hmm. The camera lingers on the knife on the cutting board while he's killing her with a hammer. But then he comes over to the cutting board. He puts the hammer down and trades it up for the knife. Now he's got his knife. Yeah. It's Cam- like the video game. It's like new <laughs> item added to your inventory. Yeah. Like, he, like your attack he, he damage got, just went up. Yeah. <laughs> the, the camera comes into the kitchen. You see her fucked up head. Yeah. And then you hear a baby cry. Guys. And because. The theater, I feel like everyone in the theater, everyone's like butt clenched. We all were like, oh, because Michael killed a kid earlier, we and saw, by we saw by him having kill him kill kid. that kid, it's like, is he gonna fucking kill this? Yeah, baby? and he's walking towards the baby crying, and everyone's just like, oh fuck, where are we doing? Like, are we gonna do this movie? He walks up to the cradle and looks in, and then keeps going. I wonder, like, why? What? Why did he kill a baby? 
I think it's too, it's not in his way at it's all. It's not, it's like Predator. Uh, <laughs> is it? No, because he's, he's killing lots of defenseless people. Okay, that's true. But, but Predator's like, a baby is not sport. Yeah. Like a baby is. is yeah. It, I, Predator's I think, cool. Predator's cool. Predator's like, you, like if you want to, if you've, any horror villain is coming for you, it's got to be a predator because you just play just or start crying and then it's not fun for them anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so the shot follows him. He walks out the front door of that house, out mm-hmm. onto the sidewalk. Everyone's trick-or-treating, so no one's questioning the guy with mm. the mask. He walks up to a... Silver cu- shamrock. Yeah. Our, our silver shamrock. Oh, no, silver- that's... A- Shamrock Novelities. I think that's a little later when she pulls up. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. They're running around outside. (laughs) He sees uh some some a couple get in a car and drive away. There's like a fun moment where like there is like (laughs) there's a girl dressed as a a nurse and a guy who's like, I can't find my stethoscope. And he's like, Oh, it was in my pocket this whole time. I don't know. It was just a a funny moment. Yeah. Then the camera pans over to another house, the neighbor to the other one he just killed, and it's a woman inside on the phone hearing about this news. And you see Michael's reflection in the window, then he disappears. She comes up to the window and like lowers the blind. And you see like um, if in like the the side of the screen, you see his shadow like up against the wall of the house next door. So like he's going like down going the around the back. Yeah, it's so good. And then so she comes up, lowers the blinds, and then you see him come in from behind the, and fucking stab her through, through the, the throat. Neck. Yeah, and it comes out. He of- hits her on like the back of the couch because it's like a wooden like antique style couch where he like I think he hits her and then he like stabs her through the yeah. And that was all one shot. It's so good. None of those actors could fuck up or else they'd have to reset. Yeah, I Everyone wonder. Everyone had to hit their marks. I wonder how much of it was. Like, I'm, I'm so curious. Like, what of it, if any, was stitched together? Like or, any invisible cuts Because, like, how, like, the effects, I mean. I think they probably just rehearsed it a bunch and then did it. Could be. Yeah. Could I be. loved it. It was really cool. It was such a cool way to, like, kick off Halloween night in this movie. Yeah. And it's like. like Think like that one scene from True Detective, but instead <laughs> yeah, like of instead of fucking uh fucking Matthew McConaughey or who was the other was it Woody Harrelson? Yeah, it's Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I was gonna say time is a flat circle in a Michael Myers voice, but he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. Nope. Such a cool one shot. Fucking love it. Yep, real good. Good stuff. Uh, now we're at the school Halloween party. Oh my God. With the funniest, like, I don't even know if it was a real song playing because I at first thought it was that one song by, gosh, I meant to Google the artist because I'm an old and I can't remember. It's the (laughs) one where it's like, I got this feeling on a summer day when you were gone. I crashed my car into a bridge. I I don't don't care. care. But this was like, I got this feeling that I... So, it was like other like that I fell into a like <laughs> canyon. It was just like weird, like not. It was just like not. You did not commit to canyon there. <laughs> it was just like a weird not um, version of that song. Yeah. And it had the same like. Da, da, da. But it was it was like it was so weird. I just want to know if it's a real song or if it's just like a weird royalty free song that sounded exactly like that song. I feel like it was not. I'm a, a real I'm kind song. of obsessed with it though. <laughs> Please someone tell me like what is happening. 
Yeah, so Elson's there with Cameron. Uh, they're Bonnie and Clyde, but they're Clyde and Bonnie. They're gen- like gender, gender swap. Gender swap, which I love. Again, like, and I feel like uh, earlier on, maybe people listening, some of the people listening were like, I think they're reading too much into it. There's a lot to read there into is, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, there's plenty. And it doesn't have to be what the movie's about, but no, like, there's little things in there. Guys, that's what horror <laughs> is, man. It's like about this kind of stuff yeah so uh so yeah so our our you called her like the final i mean she would in any i feel like any movie she we would think like yeah she's the final girl yeah but the, the, here you have laurie strode and judy greer is that what you you're have saying? a whole family yeah. of final girls yeah yeah but yeah she <laughs> final it, women final w- even <laughs> yeah it's cool that she gets to wear for the rest of the movie she's got a Dress shirt, suspenders, and a tie on. Yeah. Contrast this with so many other, even uh, from this own series, Halloween 5, my least favorite Halloween, uh, that shithouse character, Tina, who's running around, she's in her Halloween costume. Oh, is it like the Red Riding Hood one? No, it's it's like a a different one. It's like a vampire, but like it's low cut and it's sexy. It's a lot of dumb Halloween costumes. Yeah. (laughs) And like her friend is like the devil, the sexy devil. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Because they go to like that barn and they find- That's when they're in the barn, yeah. Okay, I think for some reason I thought the devil was- I'm I'm shocked you didn't block that one out. That was I think no. when you really turned on the that series. that one. I was like I it sucks sleeping. It's so bad. Uh, but yeah, like movies like that always have. If it's a Halloween thing, they run around in sexy. It's Halloween like great, costumes. yeah, sexy outfits. But here she is, literally she's, running around in pants. She's rocking like a Diane Keaton kind of look. <laughs> yeah, she's like um, dressed in in male clothes because of this it. costume. She's like, got suspenders. Yes. It's so it's so interesting to have her running around like that. Yeah, uh, her great. boyfriend Cameron is dressed as Bonnie. As Fade on the way. Yeah, he's got like a beret and shit on. Yeah, um, but, but he's a bad boyfriend. One, he snuck alcohol into the dance. Mm, he got real drunk from Two, a flask. We see a a I, lady painted as a tiger. Yeah, it's like a, but it's. <laughs> Is this girl who's wearing like a bra and a corset and she's painted with tiger stripes, but she has like mouse ears on. I'm like, girl, what is this costume? Anyway, she's knacking on her boyfriend. Her boyfriend is uh, into it and they're kissing each other. Yeah, she so, kisses him and yeah, Allison sees Allison it. Allison sees it. And pretty much dumps his ass right there. He's yeah. a dick. He throws her phone into yogurt. Ew, what the fuck, what the fuck was, was that? that? Whatever it is, it should not be sitting in a bowl out on a table It's disgusting. at a high school Un- dance. Unattended. Yeah, it's like a yogurt. It looks like yogurt. It looks like, oh my God, do you know what it looks like? <laughs> What what's it look like? It Chels? looks like tubby custard from Teletubbies. What the fuck is what? Tubby custard. <laughs> You're telling me those fuckers had their own custard? They had their own branded dessert. What? It was on. They would eat tubby custard. Would commercials for tubby custard no, play no, on their it was little like, bellies? No, I forget. I think the like um, I forget if it came out of the vacuum. <laughs> That they had as a okay. Pet. Okay. All right. <laughs> now you're just fucking with me here. No, I'm dead serious. But that's what it fucking looked like. I was like, oh shit, I got toffee custard at this Halloween dance. But yeah, it's in like a punch bowl, and so the boyfriend yeah. throws her phone in it, and I'm expecting to hear like a splash and see. <laughs> like, but it's all of a sudden just like, and it, it's so gross. It's like you threw your phone into a thing of gak. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's nasty. 
But she dumps him, and <sighs> spoiler alert, this guy's never seen again in this movie. Yeah, we never. You know, I'm a little sad we didn't see him get murdered. I, I think it's funny that it subverts that, you know, That's usually true. you have the, the like shitty boyfriend. expecting him to, but yeah. I wanted him to. But there's no there's no reason for him to get killed. I mean, maybe later he could have showed up at the house and be like, I'm babe, sorry. I'm sorry, I'm babe. I'm <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she walks home with his buddy, and I guess her friend. Yeah. I think they're all friends. Uh, that Oscar guy who Oscar. was who had his one scene earlier in the mm-hmm. in the hallways with his chap lips. He was funny. Yes, I was just thinking about how my lips feel a little. Yeah, my, right mine now. are pretty chapped. Um. Oh, you know what? I think I'm getting ahead on that walk home because. Oh, shit. Uh, instead. Oh yeah. The babysitter and stuff, right? Yeah. Her friend Vicky okay, isn't so, at the dance cause she's stuck babysitting. Yeah. MVP Julian. Yep. This is one of my favorite scenes in the whole fucking thing. Honestly, it's so funny. It's like one of the funniest scenes I've just seen in anything recently. This kid is so fucking funny. Oh my God. And like her back and forth with him is so good it's too. great this I mean, is how you talk to kids man we have friends who are like i don't know how to, I don't talk, know to, how kids. to talk to i'm like just talk, talk to them like people, people man they know they're smart i mean she's like like using adult language <laughs> which like that's a little bit you know <laughs> like all right i mean it's a movie yeah but um yeah they're so funny they're a little banter back and forth um because she's inviting her friends over and saying like he's got he's, got, he's bringing the alakazam, the alakazam and he's like Bitch, I know that's weed. I know you're making weed. She's over. like, want me to tell your mom about your browser history? And he's yeah. like, no. It's like, don't you dare. Yeah, it's just like, it's really cute. I'm like, we obviously can't do it justice by trying to do a yeah. little. Yeah, he does life. mention how he's clipping his nasty ass toenails. Yeah. God, it's so. Funny. It's really funny. This kid is fucking great. Uh, yeah, and it reminded me so much of the kids and the other babysitter from the original like their banter is all funny and, mm-hmm. um yeah and in rob zombies, and in rob too, zombies too highlight of that movie is those low characters oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and like they're they're like banter with mm-hmm. uh Ta- scout taylor scout compton yeah Lori, who's uh yeah it's great it's great yeah. good work and i love that her her friend you you like her friend like i i thought she was funny and um because she she tells the kid like she's like you're like my 10th least favorite kid out of all the kids i babysit and i babysit some fucking assholes and (laughs) she puts him to bed and she's like no like you're actually my favorite yeah and he's like i like you he's like i like you too and so (laughs) you're like fuck she's gonna die and it sucks yeah um that's the thing is like you feel these deaths yeah like this one especially this one for sure because you can tell they really care about each other and their relationship is so cute and i even liked the the boyfriend, like her boyfriend comes over, who's the guy from before, what's his face? Dave. Dave, who blew high. up that pumpkin. Mm-hmm. So he comes over and... Shows her a tattoo he mentions that he, he got. He brings over a pumpkin with... Uh, hearts for hearts eyes. Hearts for eyes and a, a horse on a stick named Tate. Oh, nice. <laughs> he wrote down, he's like, this is Tate. And she's like, hi, Tate. <laughs> <laughs> and he shows her a tattoo that we don't see we on don't his shoulder see, yeah, yeah. until later. And it's it's the date. It's the date. Because I guess, was he going to propose to her maybe? Or they were just going to fuck. Is it, was it going to be the first time? They're high time schooler. They... So I think that was maybe they were going to fuck. Yeah, I don't know. But he was like, this is going to be the night we remember. Yeah. Whatever. It's sure. also like, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a good reveal of because yeah. I forgot that he even had a tattoo. Like at first, I was like, "Fucking show it!" I want to know what it is, and I forgot, and then they reveal it later, and it's like, "Oh fuck, it's a date." It's mm-hmm. sad. Um, but... yeah. I mean, what happens is Michael kills them because he winds up in that house 
Julian is like, "There's I saw someone," and she goes to check it. And this is again from the trailer when she's slamming the door. Yeah, shut. which was funny because I I think I remember reading a lot of comments. They're like, "No, it's gonna be like a fake out. It's gonna be someone playing a prank." Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, like no. yeah. No, it's Michael. No, it's Michael. He, he just doesn't fit in the closet. Yeah, and he like knocks her down, and like she starts to crawl away, and like she's like screaming, "No!" Like it's this kill. It sucks. You feel it. It really hurts. Yeah. And especially because the little kid mm-hmm. is like trying to protect her. And he's like, please don't go upstairs. Send Dave, which is yeah. really funny. He's like, make Dave go upstairs because I'm afraid you're going to get killed. Yeah. And he, yeah, he runs out of there. It's just. He's um, out. He, yeah, she Julie's tells gone. him to run and it's like. Mm. He's, he's gone. Dave comes back in because she's screaming and he grabs a knife and goes up there. And the next time we see him, he's dead. Oh my he's God. He's like mangled. I, I just remembered something so funny about but Like, so. When so Dave and I love Dave because you're thinking like is he gonna run but he's like no I'm gonna go up there and like and like defend my girlfriend and then this lady behind us was just like she already was did. like what do you do she's already dead what you, yeah she was just like oh what? that lady provided the perfect <laughs> amount she was of commentary so funny. like every great. once in a while she would say something so funny that would like crack up our entire <laughs> like little section of the theater uh yeah so he goes up there he disappears. The cops eventually, and Lori finds out because she has a police radio in her car uh, that there's something going on at this house. So Lori and uh, Hawkins yeah. show up there. Hawkins goes into the house, finds Vicky dead under the sheet. I think the sheet was a little like it was a weird. It was a it was a deflated scare. Well, that was one. This is what I mean when, like, sometimes, like, fan service. This is like an example of fan service I don't oh, like. It's where like it's like, Bob. okay, I get it. It's the ghost, and like, like, why, why is Michael? That? Michael, like, why the fuck is Michael? Over. Yeah, and and like I said, the like, scare doesn't really land. He like no. whips it off, and, and you're there's like, not really all right, it. yeah, she's dead under there. Yeah, but it's like, Mike. Yeah, like, why would Michael like make put holes in a sheet? And it's yeah, that mm. one that didn't work for yeah, me the much better you reveal put the pumpkin in the fish tank yeah you like know. what the fuck uh the much better reveal is when the sheriff is on his way out of the house and you see dave's dead body it's like pinned to the wall and his head's on backwards and like that's when you see his tattoo he's yeah. all fucked was up. the pumpkin because the in the original when they're having sex there's like a jack-o'-lantern <laughs> that's like lit up next to their bed because i remember thinking like what? yeah is that like but that's a reference i don't think yeah. so i think that's yeah <laughs> Uh, so now Lori's there. This is when she's yelling at everyone to get off the streets. Yeah, we see the Halloween three masks. Scenario. You have the yeah, cop gonna... running around with a gun. You have Lori running around with a gun. It's like, wow, this, cause they're both just going to think the other person's Michael. It's like a bad, they almost do. They she does shoot much... Michael in the shoulder during this part. That's right. But he gets away and then they run into each other, Lori and, uh, Hawkins. Hawkins. And they seem very familiar. And my fan theory and head canon is that he's one of her exes. exes. That's I genuinely, when you whispered that to me, I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Just the way they're talking to the to point each where other. I was shocked. He wasn't that that reveal didn't happen. Yeah. But like, yeah, especially they're... when I think the doc, the doctor joins up with them later and he was going to be like, oh, don't you know who this is? Mm-hmm. And I thought she was going to be like, yeah, he's my ex-husband. Yeah. So that's my headcanon because you she mentioned uh, two failed marriages. I'm going to say he was one of them. But this is when the doctor shows up. Oh, Sertain, I wrote his name down. Don't worry. He's Numis. He's Numis. He's Numis. But yeah, so he's there. He finally woke up out of his hospital, sleepy boy, and he's there and he's like, just. Yeah, doing and his what? The other thing. cops bring him because they're like, he knows the most about Michael. Oh, yeah, that other cop who's wearing a cowboy hat and shit. That guy's Fuck cool. Yeah, that guy's he awesome. He looks awesome. Uh, but even uh, Jamie Lee. 
hangs a lampshade on. It's like, oh, you're the new Loomis. Like she literally. She's calls that, him yeah, that. the new Loomis. Yeah. He he's all he starts fan fanboying out. He yeah, he's like, like I want to see what pleasure Michael gets. Yeah, well, he's get. like talking to Lori and is like, I've read everything about you, and she is just like, God, I, I can't go anywhere in this town. <laughs> Uh, he he also mentions to the cop that Michael is property of the state, so he mustn't be killed. Man, yeah, they set it up. I mean, they do. I still hate it's it. It's still awful. So, uh, oh shit! Let me. I just want to make sure we, we're not like skipping ahead. We're about I... to get to them walking home, uh, Allison. Oh, okay. Because her phone's all fucked up, and they're trying to reach her. And we get another bit of fan service when Judy Greer is leaving a message on her phone, and Lori takes it and is like, "This is your grandma. You need to come home now. Do as I say." Like she said in the original to the mm. kids, and she said a bunch of times in H2O. Got it. Yeah, do as I say. That's her line. Uh, so, yeah, this is when Allison is walking home with Oscar, her friend. Yeah, and remember, she can't get phone calls because her phone is in yogurt. Is, yeah, in yogurts. And... <laughs> but, yeah, they're talking about how like much of a dick Cameron is, and he's like, you deserve you better. You deserve You're better. The smartest, and immediately prettiest. in my head, I'm like, wee woo. I'm like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? Yeah, so he takes her on a shortcut home, and yeah. after they hop over a wall, uh, he, like, goes to kiss her. Yeah. And she's like, no. He's, she's... like, what? You deserve better, right? Like, you're not with uh, Cameron anymore. And she's like, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't mean, mean I want to be. Like, what the fuck's the matter with you? And, yeah, to and I liked this choice, and to this dude's credit, he immediately is like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, like, this movie could have made him into, like... A, a giant creep. A giant yeah. creep, and it's like, oh, I want to see him die now, because he, like... That's where I thought it was I going, it was and I was like, that. man, I don't want this, where it's him, like, all of a sudden, he's a creep and is, like, trying to force yeah. himself on her, and then Michael kills him. No, instead, it was a very real thing. It, he went for it. She didn't like it. Yeah. She was upset, which is fine, but, but yeah. then he immediately was like, oh, I'm sorry. He tries blaming it on the alcohol. Yeah. Then, then he goes a little too far and blames on girls, girls feeding him guac sexually yeah. then got him half chubbing. it's like all right just shut the fuck up <laughs> shut up dude so yeah she she walks away and they're like taking a shortcut across this lawn and these lights flip on and he freaks out and and allison is like dude it's motion censored lights like yeah whatever so she leaves and because they're in someone's yard they're in someone's yard i think he knows the house because he's addressing like he sees a person and he's like sorry so-and-so no it's not so-and-so oh is this another it is uh, i didn't catch the it's mr elrod he calls him mr elrod okay oh boy this is the halloween 2 elrod mask uh, wow yeah because remember when we bought it from trick-or-treat studios that's right it the was the, it was the, the halloween 2 license they have yeah. the license for yeah i'm looking at it right now i forget uh oh elrod is the name of the older couple who's making the sandwich in the beginning got it of okay. halloween 2 so this mask is based on got the beginning it. of halloween 2 when the shape steals miss elrod's sandwich kn- knife Good that's why it's called Lord. the elrod mask Okay. And that's so, yeah, uh, he's saying like, Mr. Elrod, I'm sorry. You keep petting it. Now I want to. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and pet it. It's nice. Yeah. It's very cool. So another reference, another nod. Good stuff. This movie's full of them. I love this sequence. I loved it. Because it's the motion sensor lights. The mo- and they go off after as no one As soon as moves. she's like, it's motion sensored lights. Don't be a baby. I'm like, cool. We're about to get some like weird stuff with these lights. Yeah. Because he sees Michael and then Michael is closer to him. 
and the lights go off. Yeah. Well, at first, at first he just sees Michael off it's in the just... distance. He's like, hey, Mr. Allard, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. I'm not trying to trespass on your lawn. He's like, I just tried to take a shortcut home with a girl I liked and I fucked it up. Like, you ever you ever chase after a girl you like? You don't. And he just and is basically, yeah. he's basically venting about girls to Michael, which in like that suspended moment of time is the most pure good thing. <laughs> I don't know. I just. I know this poor kid. Moments, moments in the Halloween series. I can only think of, of I'm sure there's more examples but this and the part in uh resurrection where is it busta who who thinks that michael is a pa and is yelling at him to like go do shit on set and he's just dressing down this pa who's actually michael is so funny to me just that that isolated moment is so funny that's how this (laughs) felt to me yeah yeah. it's it's a great moment he's standing real close to him the lights go off because neither of them are moving and then they flick on as he goes as to stab he moves him. to stab him yeah. yeah which is great he winds up with wrought iron fence posts through his mouth mm-hmm. good kills in this movie it man. is good real good kills i could see people maybe maybe nitpicking the motion sense because i think there were a few times where i'm like the timing of these lights is too they great flash, they're, they're too whatever. good but i don't give a fuck it's it was so cool good, yeah. just leave it it's great <laughs> you know sometimes you just gotta do stuff that's cool <laughs> Um, so this is when Allison sees him. I hope her name is Allison that I haven't been is. getting it wrong this whole time. It's okay. Allison, right? Yeah, so yeah. She, she runs back because she heard uh, Oscar screaming and She's she sees like, him. She thinks he's he's bullshitting him yeah. first and then. But then she sees him dead and sees Michael. So now she knows. And she just starts screaming. And- yeah. And another subversion. She runs around to neighbors' houses trying to get help. This happens in a lot of the Halloween movies and no one ever helps. Mm-hmm. Even in that original, mm-hmm. a lady looks out the window at Jamie Lee and mm-hmm. turns off the porch light. Some neighbors actually let her in and help her. And like you see a scene with them like have a blanket over yeah. her and call the cops for her. So yeah. I love this. <laughs> this movie's great, man. Yeah, it is very good. Uh, it, yeah, it's cool how this movie subverts a lot of um, like Halloween specific tropes mm-hmm. and horror specific tropes, but still gives you enough of what you expect from those originals to, yeah it's it's like a good balance of it's of things it's obviously made by someone who cares yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah also i uh this is when i wrote down that the the new music is great too and it's when she's running i can't think of it off the top of my head but i remember being like great new music yeah uh so numis and the sheriff are driving around looking for michael they see him and oh they, well they have they have allison in the back don't oh forget. that's right they pick her they, up they're like hey we're gonna we're gonna bring you to your family everyone's like together everyone else went to Lori's house they, well, which so is we're like bringing her you to Lori's house yeah. so get in the back so they pick her up put her in the back of the car they're driving right, they guys, see bubble michael. the fuck up for the weirdest shit they see michael they rev up the car and fucking nail him with the car and this is why i think it was important to note that that guy because it's hawkins who's driving yes and Hawkins, that's why I brought up earlier that they were like, oh, Hawk has prevented um, Michael from being killed. And Lori kind of gives him, is like, gives him some grief for it. And so he's like, I'm not I'm, letting, I'm not letting that happen again, which is why he just straight up, like, just full, like, he just revs up and. And hits. I thought it was going to be a Ben Tramer moment. I thought it was going to be someone dressed as some Michael. Dude. But then I was like, no, it's. It, it wouldn't make sense. It would be weird because it looks so much like the Michael, like that. Yeah. How would that happen? So they get so out. They did. They like hit, and I, I thought I was like, is he dead the rest of the movie? And we're gonna have like a, a, a someone wearing the cowl, like you know, because the- yeah, because Numa announces him as dead. He's like, you killed him. You killed him. And My then God. He takes out a scalpel and stabs 
Sheriff Hawkins and murders him. He murders the cop. And this this was like, because they're driving around earlier and Numis is like, I wonder how it feels to murder. I wonder what it's like to be like, what is he? What is he driven by? What is and he sh- He's like a little too interested, you know? Yeah. And so here he does. And he's like, so this is what it, this feels is like. what it feels like. And, and then, man, that sucks. It sucks. It was like, at that point we both looked at each other when he was like, this is what it feels and we like. like. And oh, we're like, no, fuck movie. no movie. No, so well. it really was this like, no movie. <sighs> no. Doing? And Allison is looking from the back of the car, and then he pops up with the mask. He's wearing he the, the mask, and I mask genuinely on. was like, "Oh my god, Michael's dead!" And it's this dude the rest of the movie, and this movie ruined itself. Holy yeah. shit! I genuinely panicked for a little bit. I was like, "Oh no, it doesn't. Oh no, it oh doesn't no, ruin it. Yeah, it doesn't because Michael's not dead. He was lying. Yeah. He puts Michael in the back of the car with Allison, takes off the mask. Thanks. So like, fuck. why did he put it on? I guess just to just see what to it felt it. like, but yeah. it, was, it was the worst moment it of this movie. It is, when it he is, pops up with the mask, it's the worst that, moment. Like him saying, him murdering the cop mm-hmm. up to him putting that mask on and like getting in the car and being a weirdo is like objectively the worst part of this yeah. movie. I think I could say it. And I, I would maybe say it's the only bad part of this movie. Yes. Everything else is Luckily, we get good. over this little weird thing really quickly. It and this threatens does, to be a detour, it, and it doesn't. It really does seem in the moment like it could be the rest of the movie. Yeah. And thank God it's not. It's not. So that's, you know, credit to that. Uh, we cut to these other two cops who are talking about Bon Me sandwiches. Even these two guys. Great conversation, I like, man. Yeah, they were funny. Hey, this is how you do funny cops. Not with clown sound effects in part five. Oh my God. Those yeah. jackasses. Yeah. This is funny cops because they're competent too. They notice that the the sheriff's truck is like stopped in the middle of the road down the way. Yeah. No one is stupid in this movie. No one's stupid. Which is, yes. Thank you. Yeah. And the cops are like, that's weird, right? Let's yeah. Let's go check that out. Why is this, yeah. And the, the car is stopped because, uh. He, uh, Allison's was like, Oh, that's right. So yeah, the, 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 the doctor's driving and Michael's starting to like wake up in the backseat and she's like, Oh fuck, I'm going to get murdered back here. Cause it's a cop car. They have like the cage and, uh, she's like, uh, uh, Michael talked, Michael (laughs) talked to me and he's like, what? And she's like, yeah, he totally talked to me right after he murdered my friend. And he's like, well, what did, what did he say? And she was like, he said one word and I'll tell you if you let me out of this car. (laughs) So of course he can't resist and he pulls over and that's when those other cops see it. Yeah. And then, and then there's a great moment where she looks down, the mask isn't on the bench anymore. And she looks up and Michael put it back on and he fucking destroys that cage and crushes, uh, Newman and then busts out the door. Newman? Uh, <laughs> Newmas. Oh my God! Newmas. If Newman was at this, that uh, would be the she, best. She's able to escape and get out of the the into the woods and runs into the woods. Newmas does not escape. He's, he he did. He gets his head crushed. Ooh, I this is the one I looked away from. Yeah. Yep. Because heads getting stomped. Heads on getting are, stomped are is sensitive. like oof. It's just so gross. There, um, uh, ever since I saw American History X, it's been and a that's problem. like from far away, right? Yeah. Uh, I forget. It's that might have been one where I was it. like, mm, gonna look away for this. Part. But they do a head stomp in Halloween to Rob Zombies, yeah. and it's very brutal. It's yeah, a lot it's of just, stomps. Ugh, it's just so gross. And uh, uh, Cult of Chucky, she does it with the heels on the doctor who was yeah. molesting her after Chucky possesses her. It's like it's it's brutal to just have your it's skull always, crushed yeah. like that. But this one is pretty quick. I think it's just the one stomp. Yeah, but it's it's like you 
you're like it's it's like pov shots so you're on like the ground looking up at michael and you're looking down for michael's pov and the doctor is like please talk to me before yeah, you like, kill say, say something and then michael it would have been the best 90s movie ever if he was like something and then smashed him. <laughs> <laughs> that's like <laughs> That would have been great. Yeah. I was so scared he was going to say something. I was Because in Rob Zombies 2, he does say, die, and stabs mm. Luke. And it's like, that's what you're going to have him say, die? Come on. Yeah. Uh, the cops get over there. Those other two cops get over there. And that's the last time we see them alive. Mm-hmm. Allison's <laughs> run through the woods towards Lori's house, where Lori and Judy Greer and her husband are. Mm-hmm. They're bunkering down. They're arming up with all her, her cache of guns in her basement. She's got like a cool basement thing that uh, is hidden underneath her kitchen counter mm-hmm. that like slides it's like over. An, it's an island kitchen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the island slides over with a button and they it's go down there. It's pretty cool. It's an awesome bunker. Yeah. Uh, so eventually. Good thing uh, Haddonfield is where you can have basements. That's true. You can't have them in California. Mm-mm. So Ray, the dad, sees the cop car pull up because Michael can still drive. And he's like, hey, any news? And when he opens the door to the cop cars. This is great. Those two cops are dead. Brutal. It's so nasty. One of them's like got a throat slit and a scalp on his head. The other had a, his head was like hollowed out. That would have taken so long. (laughs) Yeah. With like a flashlight in his (laughs) mouth. So he's like a pumpkin. He's like a jack-o'-lantern. It's pretty great. And then Michael kills Ray, the dad, yeah, uh, probably Dol Machete right here. He just kind of strangles yeah, him, he's strangles him on the lawn. I will say that his death gets no mention or reaction. Yeah, at one point Judy Greer's like, "Where's Ray?" But then, like you know, when the movie's over and they're leaving the house, his body's out there. Give me a shot of Judy Greer seeing her husband or Allison seeing her dad. Yeah, because I don't think she knew. There's I mean, no I, she probably figured because. Where was he that whole time? But. Yeah, like there's yeah, no I acknowledgement guess. of it. I I know it's about the ladies, but like that that's why it didn't bug me. I was like, it's a, it's the women's yeah, but movie it's at still their point. dad and husband. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fucked up that there's not just a single shot of like, oh no. But so Ray gets killed. Uh, at this point, it is down to the ladies, right? Because yeah. there's there's also another scene that doesn't work for me when Allison comes out of the woods and she's in the firing range and is amidst all the mannequins who we saw used as target practice yeah. earlier. And there are like these zoom-ins on the ma- uh, the mannequins and Allison screams. And it's like, this might have been scary had we not seen these mannequins a whole bunch of times before. I guess, yeah, I guess. I don't know. It was kind of weird for me. It's Whatever. But again... I love this movie. Yeah. It's so, okay to point out things that don't work in movies. Before Allison shows up, so this is like after the husband gets got, mm-hmm. and before Allison, Allison's like still running through the woods. Um, she runs through the woods for a long for a time. while. Yeah. Um, uh, Lori and uh, Judy Greer. Her's Karen. I think it's Karen. I just call Starts her with Judy Greer. Yeah. Um, they're like what making? I'm trying to remember, like this is when it it just is like a lot at this point. Basically. Yeah. They end up in that because uh, they know Michael's here because the husband gets murdered. So they're like, well, time to go to the bunker. And so they go to like the basement and they have like a really, a really nice scene together where Lori's like, look, like I had to raise you like this. I and think she apologizes. She for apologizes like and she is. Um, I think she says like, but at least I can keep you safe. Yeah, yeah. Like for all I did, at least I can keep you safe. 
they uh they say I love you to each other before Lori goes upstairs with like a giant gun. I don't know what kind of gun it is, but it's huge. <laughs> um so yeah, Judy Greer is like in the basement and Lori is now like hunting Michael through the house. Yeah. And he or wait, you know, he's in, he's like outside. Yeah. So she he punches through the door. And yeah. Grabs she's her. like by, she goes up to the front door and then he like grabs her. He's like banging her head against yeah, the door. Yeah. And it's... he's holding her and like strangling her. And basically Judy Greer can like hear her being strangled and is like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, Lori shoots yeah, his fingers so she, off. She like has the gun. So she, she aims it backwards and shoots like half his hand off. It's like, like she should be pretty deaf after that. But. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so then he like breaks in. Yeah, and uh, it's hard to remember like this. Yeah, because now we're in like the house sequence. It's a lot. And this of... is like the rest of the movie, and it's good. It's it's, it's a really, nice. I loved it. It was it's so a cool good. Uh, change of pace, and it's like this isolated thing. She's walking around with this gun with the flashlight on it. I loved it. And this. she's checking each room, and then after she clears it, she hits a switch that locks the room shut. Yeah. Which is very cool. I love that. And I love, too, that when he gets into the house, she's trying to figure out, like, where he is. And, of course, she figures he's in the, the closet. So you have the reversal the closet, yeah. of... I loved all those little reversals. It just, I liked just the feeling of. Well, the best one is right here when he finally comes out because he's hiding behind mannequins. A lot of mannequins lot in of her mannequins. house. Expect to see that at Haunted uh, Halloween Horror Nights yeah. next year. A Halloween maze with Laurie Strode's this. mannequin yeah. thing everywhere. But he comes out from behind a mannequin. They fight in this upstairs room and he throws her out the balcony and she goes over the edge and lands just like Michael did in the original. And Michael like steps out on the balcony and he looks down and it's the shot of her on the ground. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't Michael in the original. This is when Allison gets home uh, or gets to this house and she's calling for her mom. And Michael like looks over. At, and then when he looks back, she's gone. Lori's gone. And it's the music cue. Like, yeah, it's like, and yes. it's, it's such like a fuck. Yeah. Moment. And it's, I just love all the little, like it's what makes it feel like a true, sequel in a good way where it's these little reversals though so it makes things feel full circle yeah. more like if they feel full circle more than they feel fan servicey or like referency yeah and it, it's almost a shame that all those other sequels exist because like i said i've seen that shot so yeah. many times referenced but this is by far the best especially use of it. like yeah just in leading up to that her like hunting him through the house yeah. and and looking for him in closets i'm like this is so good i love like that yeah and i really we were saying on the way home we hope there's not a sequel to this don't resurrection this h2o yeah please like, just leave just it leave it's it. good. this is great let it be let it be it's the end good. of this is great all of it's good um <laughs> it won't they're, they're gonna make more this day. is gonna make so much money this is gonna make a lot of money i can't can't even read my notes at this point yeah. uh oh well uh judy greer gets allison in the basement with her and is like yeah. you'll be safe here mm -hmm. um michael comes into the kitchen and starts fucking with yeah. the island he, he, i don't know how he knows they're down there but he figures it out again is he magic <laughs> i don't know I don't so know. so to, to recap where everyone is we have judy well, greer and allison are in the basement with underneath the kitchen island. Yep. Lori is we don't really know she where she is. She went off the balcony and disappeared. She she disappeared. She's like somewhere in the yeah. house. So Michael like knows they're in that basement thing and he is like rocking the counter back and forth and they're they're like crying freaking out and and Judy Greer has a moment where she looks at her old gun with like her initials carved on it yeah, and is like all right. Kid. So she picks it up and she 
what he like yanks the counter yeah, off he, its he rips the base, island off so and there's just like the... a hole to the kitchen yeah and so judy greer is like crying and is like i can't do this mom i'm so scared blah, blah, blah. and and michael like pops over and that's when she's like gotcha bitch and then she she doesn't say that but she she says says, like gotcha and she shoots him and i thought that was so fucking cool she like they so what he falls and they like they're able to like switch spots with him because lori down the stairs oh no she uh judy gurr shoots him because yeah again she's pretending to be she's pretending to be scared because he's like lured by it yeah because that's what lori's taught her to do is like you have to pretend to be scared and then get him because that's what's gonna lure him. Yeah. To so this he comes out. It's like, thing. nope. Judy Greer still has that training and yep. shoots him. And then Lori comes from the shadows, and there's a little, kind of a corny moment. She's like, "Happy Halloween, Happy Michael. Halloween, Michael." Whatever. Whatever. They I don't give a shit. Point. It was great. She comes out of the shadows and stabs. That's him, I right. Think. Okay. So they're all able to switch spots with him. So he now he's down. in the basement, and they're in the kitchen, and that's when I forget who says it, but they're like. The basement wasn't. No, uh, there is a moment here because this is important. This is Allison's active moment because uh, she gets out of the basement first. Judy Greer starts climbing out of the basement. Michael grabs Judy Greer's leg. Yeah. And they can't get him off. Allison grabs a knife and stabs Michael. So yeah. now they've all, Judy Greer has shot him. They needed stabbed him all in the back, three of them. And Allison stabbed him in the shoulder. Like all three of them had to do something. Yeah. To... And then Michael starts climbing up the stairs. And yeah, this is when. They pull the switch. And, and these bars, like, they're like spikes even. They yeah. like I was thinking maybe wait for him to get in the in the way of them. Yeah. And just kill and just him. But... but yeah, so they're like these spikes that like shoot and basically just they make like they make bars across the opening of this like basement. And that's when I forget who says, but they're like the the basement wasn't a cage, it was a trap. Yeah. So all along that was Lori's plan was to like use her and her daughter and like her family as bait because she knows that's what Michael wants. And they set it up when she was sealing off all the other rooms. Yep. It's like she has she, these, she like, so traps. he has nowhere to go except the kitchen. So he's gotta like go down in there yep and it works. And then she turns on these gas lines. Oh my god it just lights him the fuck up. Yeah. And the house goes, like, they get out, but the house goes up in flames. You know what? The dad's body wasn't outside. Didn't she find it in the closet? That's right. It was in the closet. Still would have appreciated a shot, but at least it explains that. Uh, that's pretty much it. The house burns down. Uh, great shot of him. Sta- he's just standing there, Looking staring at up them. at them while the flames go. It's great. It's, it's really a good. great shot. That's it. And they go I'm and get glad. help, and they get picked up, and the three ladies live. Yep. It's That's awesome. It. Yeah, it's That's a it. great ending. We sat through the credits at the very end. You hear him breathing. So are we hinting at him being alive? Is it just there for fun? Who oh. knows? Uh, first first thing in the credits, dedication to Mustafa Akkad. Yeah. Made me real sad, that but made, yeah, that I'm glad that they did too. that. Um, also, fun fact, <laughs> there's a song that plays at the very end of the credits, and I noticed in the credits that it was written by John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yes. Don't know what's going on there, but that's fun. It. Great movie. Yeah. Like, reviewing it, I'm like, yep, this was good. I liked this a lot. Yeah. Uh, very few things to dislike. I didn't like that Doctor Twist. Oh, my God. That was about That'll it. Be, that's a thing where, so, like, 
again, there's there's movies that I fucking love, but there's little things where I'm like, man, like I even think of movies like The Dark Knight where I think it's a fucking fantastic movie. I love it. But there's just random things in it that I think are so dumb and bad. Anything off the top of your head or no? Uh, the guys at the press conference are always so funny to me. That guy who yells, no more Jack Cops. They all clap. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I mean, that's not as like insane as yeah. this, but just, you know, there's always. Yeah, there's always. But that, you know, those are things that I eventually like, I, oh, I feel like I'm always going to reference this weird doctor in this <laughs> and I will just come to love it as something dumb and fun. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Great movie. The rest I, of the movie was so good. I don't give a shit. Uh, I probably won't have time to see it in theaters again, but I can't wait to watch it again yeah. when I do. Probably it's really good. Blu-ray. It's good. Go it's see like it. It's like women kicking ass. It dude. is that. That's and the end. There's those three generations of women kicking ass. It's awesome. I always appreciate too because um, there's there's plenty of movies where you know you got women kicking ass, but it's like it is really sad how often it is that when you have that kind of movie, it feels like a parody of women kicking like it's all it's like sexy ladies kicking ass like I always think of if you read the webcomic Karka Vagrant she has a series that's like oh fuck where did they, and they're like uh they're like sexy empowered females and it's oh, like yeah. a kid team of like super like female superheroes and they all have like assless chaps and pasties and they're like <laughs> sexism <laughs> is dead and it's like clearly it's you know tongue in cheek yeah so yeah. it's a parody of movies where it's like but it's it's she's kicking ass so it's cool and empowering but it's like no she's wearing like a bikini <laughs> yeah um i don't know i'm tired so i can't i'm my i don't know my train of thought is so like blah. i like but uh, you get what i mean they're like they're actual characters and we're not like watching them fight and it, having it be sexy or titillating it's like no they're fucking like they're yeah they're fighting for their lives and they feel like people versus like you know uh, like objects to watch for pleasure yeah and you got uh like three different age groups uh one of my favorite things about h2o is that it doesn't sideline jamie lee curtis in favor for the the hot teens that it introduces it sidelines those teens by the end yeah and you're watching 40 year old jamie lee curtis yeah uh in the finale and it's like you don't see that often here you have i don't know how old judy greer is probably in her 40s yeah and uh jamie lee curtis who is i think 60, 60 now, yeah uh i just think ass, it's man. cool to like and again, it's like this is why horror is so fun and why I love it so much is like horror I, is most often the genre where you get, yeah, a main character like Lori in this case, who is a woman who's like 60 and we're in a theater with there are a lot of like just dudes there. And it's a theater of dudes like watching and empathizing and and viewing a world through the eyes of a six-year-old like i just (laughs) think i just always think that that's so cool and something that horror has over other genres where you get you're so much more often put into the female pov and we talk about that on our final girl episode yeah but you're forced to empathize with women and and like cheer them on and cheer and it's it's not questioned it's like an like I don't think anyone could say that Laurie Strode is a, a forced female main character or a forced strong character. Like she, no, she's not. Like she feels real to me and horror fans. Like she wouldn't be such an iconic character otherwise. And yeah, yeah, she's I think great. that's cool. So yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Great all around. 
Yeah, sorry. I just feel like I'm I, I'm so just lots to process. Yeah. And I'm tired. It's I know, like midnight. We're burnt out. <laughs> it is so it's fucking later tired. than that. But yeah, we uh Is it like one in the morning? Almost. Oh god. So let us know what you think about this movie. Go see it. Let mm-hmm. us know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh that's about it, right? I think so. Michael's yeah. ready to go to sleep. <laughs> Make sure you watch the other podcasts if this is your first time watching it because of yeah. this movie. I don't know how long this is. What are we? Hour and a half. Hour 40. They're usually like an hour. They're usually closer. This is long because I'm not editing it. Yeah, sorry. But usually they're edited, got movie clips in there, and it's good times. Lots of movie reviews of stuff that I just can't get to on the kill count right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, check those out. Fun stuff. Uh, Yeah, it's available on iTunes, all the podcast stuff, Before or on this get channel. your podcast. Yep, okay. Yep. Are we good? Tune in this week because we're going to review Monster Squad. The Monster Squad. And we're going to dress up for it. Oh, that's right. Because it's Halloween. Yeah, fuck it. (laughs) Everyone deserves a good scare once in a while. On Halloween. On Halloween. (laughs) You were were both referencing the original and H2O when Janet Lee says that same line to Mm. uh, Jamie Lee in a reference to the original. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And she is driving the psycho car. car. Thanks, everyone. Uh, I'm James. I'm Chelsea. This has been Debbie Podcast. (laughs) She's so tired.